0: intellectual and the artist chef sketches on blank pages on Instagram as well. Go check out the new website as well. CI creators and wanted to let you guys know that all of those little creator tags that you're seeing on the podcast covers. That is the overarching brand for the creators platform. So, to be able to bring you guys podcasts and hopefully bring more podcasts in the future we look to do it under the Common Intellectual Creators brand where each podcast is a creator podcast this is a creator podcast brought to you by Common Intellectual Creators and I'm excited to announce it. My guest this week is someone that I knew who was a baseball player at her science college and is now a teacher and we have an awesome conversation discussing his experiences as an educator during these rapidly evolving times and from having to go from in-person learning to completely remote and in Vince Terry's experience being a PE teacher and health teacher as well becomes even more crucial to building connections. And how do you do that when in a remote environment? So loved hearing Vince's experience as a teacher, how he's applied his athletics to it and how he's helping redefine educators of the future. So. Without further ado, Vince Terry, enjoy the experience. I mean. what is up vince
1: oh man how we doing i'm great how are you hey it's never been better to see you no
0: it's awesome to see you too
1: always and as much as i love your voice it's that much better to see that face <laughs> I'm, I'm glad i get to see you
0: you're always flattering me i appreciate hey,
1: you yeah that's the truth my man
0: now how, how have you been how's everything
1: going on in your world hey it's uh it's going man i think just about Probably like everybody else is right now. Um, we're trying to manage our situation, um, trying to make sure the wife is happy now that I have a new addition into me, so it's not just me anymore. So yeah, six uh, months, congratulations! Yeah, 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 six months on uh, Sunday, so that's been cool. Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, time flies. Let me tell you,
0: especially during these times. You're telling me
1: they they, they sure do. Um, so it's been uh, it's been fun, but it's been nice having having somebody to share that this time with and, um, you know, keep keep my mind busy.
0: Yeah. I think everybody's just a little bit kind of in their own heads with a lot of the things that are going on. So to have somebody else and just kind of vent to it's, I mean, I've leaned on you a couple times. I lean on other friends, my parents, it's good to have that balance.
1: Oh, 100%. Um, and I mean, you know, back when um, you first started the podcast, I mean, I remember reaching out to you. It's, it was so great just to, just to have somebody new to talk to, you know, because we hadn't, we hadn't talked in a little while. So it was nice not only to catch up, but like you said, to just add somebody, you know, to, to that, um, just to have somebody else to talk to and, and be able to relate to. You know, remember that you're not alone when we're going through this. So that's, that's definitely, a, definitely makes everybody feel better.
0: No, I mean, we're all going through it in different ways. And so it's fun to see your experience and just being able to reach out with people like yourself and have conversations about things we just missed in the past couple of years, I guess it's an excuse to just reach out to people.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I've seen it, you know, within the last year, I mean, just being just, I'm more inclined to pick that phone up and call somebody, you know, or for FaceTime somebody and, and just, to, just to catch up, just to talk, see how you're doing. I mean, because it, it gives you that, you know, whether you have more appreciation for it now because it can, everything can just be taken away so quickly. You know, you, you really start cherishing a lot of the things that mean a lot to you. Um, and I I mean, if there's going to be a silver lining through any of this, I, I think that's probably it. And, you know, to really appreciate those phone calls and, and to catch up with friends that you haven't seen in, you know, in a while, and and might not still see for a little bit, but just to be able to catch up and you know, kind of rekindle that friendship and you know, pick up right where we left off the last time we saw each other.
0: Exactly, and I felt like a lot of the way we lived our lives was through text, very quick messages, and I've tried to make those connections and figure out well, what's what are people doing because. Everybody's moving in a different way and everybody's activities are different. Their day-to-day life has changed and it's easy to get caught up in your own world, but being able to consult and figure out how other people are managing, it's, it's been a huge benefit.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think a lot in life, I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, not everybody has got the same story, but we can, we can use different experiences to apply to our own life. And, and the more that we're able to to learn new things, you know, the more more prepared we're going to be for, you know, whatever we end up having to face in, in life. Um, and I think, you know, being a teacher, I think that's that's kind of what I try to do for my students. Um, you know, understanding that, that not everybody learns the same, but trying to give everybody an experience to at least have so that way they have something to fall back for. You know, hopefully they remember, you know, what Mr. Terry taught them in health and phys ed, you know you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the, down the road and not necessarily the content, but, but that relationship and that experience that I'm hopefully able to give them. Um, it's it's gotta be crazy
0: like, having people call you Mr. Terry.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you, man. I'm like, where's my dad at? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's, it's something else. I mean, um, you know, there's, you know, having the whole two first, two first names kind of thing, you know, <laughs> with the last name Terry, you know, sometimes, you know, there's, there's kids are like, yo, Terry. I'm like, Hey, like I paid a lot of money to have you say, Mr. All right. So there you better go. call me Mr. Terry. But, um, <laughs> Demand the respect. Hey, you, you have to, hey, especially, you know, 12, 13, 14 year olds. Cause they, they're not, they're not giving it to you. No, you know what I mean? that's
0: a, that's you a gotta, formidable age right there. I'm you, you gotta go get it. Absolutely. It's something that when you're going through something like this and you're still having to educate as well and figure out, how to get through those students in a way that no other teachers have had to figure out in the past. It's, it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it, it, to be interesting to, you know, to say the least, Um, you know, cause at the end of last year, like when, when this all happened um, it was a Friday, it was March 13th when when our school ended up kind of shutting it down. And, you know, there's kids going through the hallway that are like, okay, this is just a two week thing, you know, it's, it's like the best thing, you know, like the kids don't have to go, they're so excited, they don't have to come to school for a couple, couple days. And then next thing you know, like, I never saw those students again. So you're thinking to yourself, all right, well, I just lost half of a school year to students that, you know, I was, you know, I was so close to reaching some to maybe having that, that lasting impact. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. Um, and last year we didn't have any zoom classes with any of my students. So everything was, all right, I'm going to post this up to Google classroom. Hopefully you do it. You know, it was, it was kind of crazy. You know, the, our school district was kind of figuring it out. And then this year we, we started all on zoom and I was excited because at least I was going to hopefully be able to see faces. And then you go to sign on and it's like, Nope, you got 25 black boxes just kind of chilling out with their name right there. Um, So the first, the first month was was really hard. Um, You know, there was a lot of negativity from from a lot of people around me. Um, You know, rightfully so. You know, it's a crazy situation. Um, But and to help myself, I I really needed to separate myself from it and just figure out what I can do to make it to make the best out of the situation because it was I knew it wasn't going anywhere anytime soon.
0: Was it more students
1: or teachers or faculty alongside? What,
0: where'd you get that?
1: So it was, I I don't want to say it was really the students. Um, I think a lot of it was that they, of the students were, I really think they were nervous about showing their faces on the screen. Um, So I I didn't really, I didn't want to put them at fault because I can only imagine being a 13 year old kid and being like, I don't want to be that guy that's got his screen on that everybody can look at and, can see and you know can they can see what my room looks like and that kind of thing um but like you just have teachers who were like man it stinks like i don't like like why do we even have to come into school if all we are just doing is sitting in front of the computer or you know and then you have the complete other side you know why isn't everybody back in school so i mean they're definitely polarizing opinions given the situation um you know and, and i'm i'm a talker so i like to you know be all be all around and, and catch up with everybody but you know i was like you know what like let's Let's let everybody get through the situation. You know, I'll I'll check in on everyone, but you know, maybe it's time to maybe just hang by yourself a little bit, you know, you know, keep you know, keep keep positive thoughts going. You know, remember what your job is. You know, right now your job isn't necessarily to teach these students about you know about health and phys ed, but more so, you know, let's let's use this as a little bit of a life lesson and um, and be able to relate to the students and have you know that sometimes life is nuts and You got to learn to be flexible you know you're going to have you're going to have those struggles and you know what are we going to do when when those struggles happen you know we're not going to fall down to it you know we got to figure out a way to to keep pushing forward and and make the most of it Um, i think
0: it's really cool that you can plant those seeds of knowledge throughout and i'm sure that you're even more inclined to do it just out of instinct during times like these and I mean, that's where this podcast started. It's like, I, I want to have conversations with people. They're giving me great insights. Let's share with the world. And I feel like you're almost doing something even more so where these kids are in formable years. You're a phys ed teacher, which is one of the more impactful people when you're in school. I mean, it's most kids' favorite class. And then you couple health alongside it. It's like you're, you're going through a lot and you're having to provide those life lessons. That's, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And um, I even remember having a conversation with you because I started the lesson, I started the year off talking about mental health. You know, I figured like there's no better time to really have that conversation. And, you know, I know we've shared our experiences when it comes to mental health, um, you know, but just, just being able to talk about it with them and being able to be like, okay, guys, like we're, we're going to talk about something that everyone is dealing with right now. I was like, there is like, there is no better time to understand how important it is to take care of yourself. You know, yes, schoolwork's important. Yes. You know, know, taking care of some other responsibilities is important, but right now you guys need to understand how, what you need to do when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling like you're alone, when, you know, you haven't been around your friends, like, yes, you can text them and Snapchat them, but you know, it's not the same. So, So what are we going to do? What are we going to put in place in order to in order to get through this? Um, And I thought that was, you know, it was a a pretty heavy topic. You know, there's a lot of maturity that has to happen with that. And to not even see uh, students faces and try to teach them that it was a little intimidating. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. But at the same time, I, I feel like it's, you know, just being so passionate about it. And you know, understanding what, what those students needed right now. It's, it's like, you just got to come off like you're the best teacher that you know, these guys have ever had. And, you know, you have to let them listen to you. And And like I said, it was intimidating. But, you know, once once I got through those first couple classes of not seeing any faces, it, it got a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was kind of joking earlier, but you do have to show confidence when when you're the only one on that Zoom screen. I mean – we all were in middle school at some point we understand what's going through their minds and you being on the side that's forming it. You have to be able to demand that respect almost and show them that this is, this is important. This is what's going to lead to a healthier life. This is what's going to form the future of America. And that's, that's exciting. Like you have that in your hands.
1: yeah Yeah. no I mean for me I think I mean it's the best job in the world for me I mean I I mean even um, even talking to Sam a little bit you know and telling telling you know it's a lot of it's not the same right now Um, she was like yeah it might not be the same but you still have the opportunity to to you know to have that impact on if it's one student at a time like this like that is so worth it and and that just reminds me of of why I do what I do and um, you know even having a student you know I have one student and, you know, she, every every time that I have class and I have 30 classes, I teach 650 kids. I have one student who every time she signs on, she says, good morning. And it's like, that is so cool. And it makes me laugh every time. And she's, you know, super bubbly. Um, You know, she occasionally, um, you know, she participates in class once in a while, but just seeing that good morning is like, oh, this is so cool. You know, being able to have that interaction with you know, with somebody who is um, so malleable in this time, um, let alone in, you know, what we're going through right now, it's, it's refreshing, you know, and it keeps, it keeps you coming back for more, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get to form a connection with these students regardless, and I'm sure in a couple of years, and this is your, how many years have you been doing this?
1: Uh, This is my third year at the school that I'm at currently, um, my fourth year overall.
0: Okay. So, I mean, you get to see these kids grow through the process. I'm sure it's going to be even more so in the coming years, especially I I hope, or I'd like to hope that you guys get to form a bond over the fact that you did have to go through something like this. And there were those students that you were gaining a relationship with before. And I'm sure that as the world changes and things go forward, it's something that you can really like say, Hey, yeah, we made it through together.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I feel like I'm already starting to see that a little bit. Um, like I was, a, I was able to coach soccer this year. So um, not a huge soccer guy, but you know they needed somebody out there that was able to rally some kids. So um, this is my third year coaching soccer, and it was um, it was cool just to have be able to see those kids and and be able to have the interactions with them on the field, and then you know eventually see them in class because I do have some students in class right now but even when they're on the screen um, you know it's like like we have we have that you know we we spent a crazy soccer season where we're wearing masks outside on a field um, you know barely have any games um, you know taking temperatures asking them yeah (laughs) a million questions right before practice I mean you know as a coach you know it you know you do form that and you know, it was nice to have to have that to kind of start it, and now now that we're just about halfway through the school year, I'm starting to see that with my everyday students too. Um, and I'm I'm hoping that as we continue to kind of event like wean kids into school, um, that I'll have that opportunity with with a couple more.
0: Yeah, coaching has been just surreal during the past summer when I first started. A lot of the northeastern states were still completely closed and when talking to people in the area there's no lacrosse happening recruiting is on hold so the kids that i'm coaching that want to go play at the next level they don't have an ability to contact coaches and it's stressful for all of us we have to figure out new ways to develop and to improve these players and it's fun it's a fun challenge because you get to go through that process with them and when they see that benefit, when they see the growth overall, it's, it's so rewarding and you really get to see how they grow with you. And as much as they're learning from them, it's, it's so cliche, but we're learning from, from them. It's, it's, it's a fun experience. And I'm sure when, when you get to just work with, I mean, it's funny that you did soccer and you never, did you play before or
1: what Uh, was it? I mean, I've played the typical, you know, first like, i love it you soccer. just hopped in there Just get get in there you know just you know when, when i got that when i set in for that um for that interview um it was like all right like whatever you need me to do like here i am like if you need me to stay and clean the bathrooms i'll stay and clean the bathrooms um you know but it was you know it, it was kind of just you know throwing myself out there let, letting that school know that if there's something that is needed of me i'm gonna go ahead and do it um and I ended up getting lucky enough to got to become um, a junior varsity baseball coach over at the high school. So, you know that now, that's now you're getting into more and of the specialty. So that's that's what good. I expect. And there exactly. you go. Congrats yeah, see, and it, thank you. So that was about time. Um, I coached one year of middle school baseball and then got over got over to the high school. Would have been last year so that would have been my first first year. But we, um, obviously with everything getting shut down, our varsity team had actually gone down to Florida March twelfth. They flew down at 5 a.m. They, play, they had one practice. They played a doubleheader on Friday morning and then flew home like late afternoon, early evening Friday. And they were back back in Pennsylvania in you know, less than 72 hours. So, so hopefully we have a little bit better, uh, better start to the season this year. Oh, well, unprecedented. Um, yeah. any, any indication on
0: how things are going? Like, do you see kids, coming one, coming back to school, and two, with sport? I'm glad that they, it seemed like, got most of the football season and basketball mm-hmm. seasons in. So what are you
1: seeing? Yeah, so um, so right now, um, all winter sports are on. Um, they're actually they're playing basketball and masks at our school. Um, wow. I, I, anticipate, I anticipate some form of a spring season, whether it mirrors kind of how the fall was since we'll be able to get back outside. Um, but we are starting our third quarter next week. Um, so I guess that would be February 4th at this point. So we're actually scheduled to have students come in four days a week for school. So they have the option to, you know, almost get that full week of school in. Um, still have the option if they want to, to stay virtual. Um, but now, you know, for the families and for the students who are ready to come back, they'll be able to come back Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday, Friday with Wednesday being, kind of this like asynchronous online learning day just to either give everybody a break and also give them an opportunity to kind of clean the school up. So I think, I think things are looking up given the fact that students are coming back. Um, But uh, I definitely think that that spring season is, is much more promising than I had probably anticipated and maybe a couple months ago. That's
0: fun. That's exciting. I mean, you get to, you get to, the the bare bones of it and we just want to be entertained and that is sports like we we grow up with that if if seasons are taken away it's I, I would be devastated as a kid to have to go through matter. something like that and just not be able to have my season it's and then there's no understanding of what's to come it's it's such a burden for these kids it's like this is my release
1: yeah yeah. I mean, and we're seeing it now. I mean, we've, um we've actually been lucky enough to we've been together since right after the new year. So we, we lift two days a week and we are actually able to get in, in get into an indoor batting cage two days a week. So, so we're together, you know, probably six hours a week, which is, which has been awesome. Um, again, just getting that relationship, getting that FaceTime with students, but also, you know, being able to grow as a team and, and grow as a, as a community, really, um, you know, kind of, like you said, sharing this together. Um, we have seniors who are pretty hopeful to play in college, um, you know, who are a little bit late on the recruiting track just because of what happened last year. So we're constantly on the phone with coaches trying to, you know, make sure that they get an opportunity to be seen. Um, college coaches are behind the eight ball too. So, you know, everybody's going in the same boat. So I don't, I I mean, as much as I feel bad for the students, there's still an opportunity because, college hasn't completely moved on in some, at some levels. Um, So they they still have an opportunity to, to go ahead and get seen. Um, And, and their, their teammates, you know, want to keep pushing them. It's been pretty, it's been pretty cool. Like we have one pitcher right now who is is kind of pushing that envelope. And now the the catcher is like, all right, like, let's let's go, let's go, let's go work on some stuff. And, and that is like, as a coach, I mean, that's the, that's the coolest thing. Like you have your teammates pulling for each other. Um, especially in a time like this it 's exactly what they need right, and i 'm sure as
0: a coach, all you hope for is that they recognize how valuable this moment is and I think to be able to go through what we went through in twenty twenty and we 're still having to deal with now, we are so much more appreciative of those experiences, those moments. I mean, I talk to guys on my lacrosse team all the time, and it 's like those moments are what we cherish. And I hope that those kids are able to value that and understand, you know, we only get so many years to actually compete where it, where it matters. And it's huge when as a coach, you can kind of sit back and say, they, they've got it. They're holding themselves accountable for their job.
1: Yeah. And, and and just to see the maturity aspect, I mean, you know, a time like this where it's like, okay, we still care about, about preparing for a baseball season. You know, we're still willing to put in the time, put in the effort. Um, and and it's almost kind of like the same thing. It's like, I'm living vicariously through them. You know, it's like, Oh, look, you guys want to stay after, get some swings. Like, let's like, let's stay after, you know, just, um, you know, taking the time to get there early and, and work with a kid who who might be struggling and, you know, either whether it's a swing or whether it's a catcher or pitcher. I mean, it's been, it's been really cool. Um, like you said, I mean, you only get you only get those couple of years. I mean, we st- I st- I still talk to my my boys almost every day. I mean, it's like it's like we never left each other, but we would do anything to to get back out on that field again. Um, so I'm hoping that I'm hoping that all those players see that see kind of that passion that I have for. I'm sure your players see it from you. You know, that's it's almost like an aura from from us. Just you know with our actions, with our words, with the way that we try to coach them, you know, just reminding them, you know, m- make, make every moment, you know, as special as you can, you know, don't take play off. Um, and hopefully they, they make the most of that. Right. And what was
0: it like going through, I mean, whether it's coaching or teaching going through the time period that you had to look at the black screens and you didn't have that face to face. And I mean, as as much as you want things to be back to normal so much of the year that we experienced was not and so how do you try and get them to understand what's going on and also how do you portray that you know we're going to get through this and we're we're going to get back to normal of some sort at some point and we have to be in this together when you really have no connection
1: yeah i mean that's probably been the hardest part i mean because now with students slowly coming back in i mean it's january and i have a student who i've never, who I haven't seen before and i'm like i'm sorry what's your name and I'm like man like like it, it should like i should know you know if they have any siblings i should know if they have pets i should know what they you know what their after school activities are and here i am just learning their name and and that's that's been a big struggle i mean even Still having a lot of the black screens on. Um, like I don't want to sugarcoat it and make it seem like everything's you know going okay. And I'm like, oh, like I like I have made been able to make connections with students because that hasn't been the case. Um, but for the students that I've been able to see, for the students who have put themselves out there to have some type of communication with me, whether it's, it's sending me a message, you know, right before winter break, um, you know, whether it's it's asking me a question. Um, you know, we were just talking about atherosclerosis. How many eighth graders do you think want to hear about atherosclerosis, right? And I had a student message me about it. And, you know, it it definitely seemed like they had some family member who had it and was in and out of the hospital. But it was like, like that, like that student right now is being very vulnerable. Not only are they reaching out to me during class, but they're talking about something that's super important to them. It's like, you just take those small victories when they come. Like you take the student who is, you know, walks into your class at nine o'clock in the morning. He's like, yeah, as soon as I get home, my dog just like, can't wait to see me like completely out of nowhere. I'm like, huh, no kidding. Like what kind of dog do you have? And like, just getting, just letting it go, man. Like not, not worrying about, you know, making sure everybody's checked in yet. Not worrying about, you know, if, if the lesson's ready to go, you know, and everything's on the screen and I'm sharing the right screen and, you know, I'm hiding the, you know, hiding my emails and stuff. It's, let's talk about your dog. You know, let's talk about how excited he is when you come home and how he runs out of the house. And, you know, and, and what the, what are the first things you do when you see him? Like, like that was so neat. And I was like, that's all I wanted to do. Like, I just wanted to talk to him for you know, that five minutes and, and be able to, like I said, like you, you, you only get a couple of them. So you got, you got to pounce on them. You got to show them that you care about them. And as soon as you do, you got them, man, you got them. Um, they'll trust you. They'll do anything. I'll participate when nobody else is. And it's because, you know, it's because they know you care. And, you know, for the, for the few opportunities that I've had um, it's made this situation that much more worth it. Cause you know, having those opportunities are so much more special now.
0: Yeah. That's gotta be such a good feeling to be able to just understand that moment that you have. And it's gotta be just glaringly obvious to you to say, yeah, I, I mean, This is the only time I get to interact with these students and I just can't imagine having to form that connection with these students when We're all virtual It's it's just weird and then you you're almost so much attached, at least in my experience into the adult world that you're you forget about how formable these kids are when they're going through something like this that we've never seen, but how do you explain that to them? It's hard.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not going to act like I have the answer for you either. Um, but uh, I mean, you just, you just remind them. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the um, like, again, kind of getting back to the mental health, like it's okay to not be okay. Like guys, we have not seen this before. I was like, it's, it's, you know, there, there's no right answer for you right now. Nobody knows when it's going to end, Um, but what I can tell you is that if you try to make the best of this, it's it's going to be okay. You know, if you continue to, you know, push through, you continue, um, you know, to try to better yourself, take care of yourself right now. um, You know, enjoy the time that you have with your family. um, You know, it's going to be okay because it's not. It won't last forever. Do we know when it's is? You know, the end in sight. Maybe not right now, but. But we know it's not going to last forever. So, so let let's focus on what we can do control the controllables. You know, as in, uh, just add another cliche in there. But I mean, you you can you can control your reaction to the situation. Let's so let's let's figure out what can our reaction be. You know, you know whether it's you know spending spending more time with their family or getting outside or or now um, you know um, you know trying to you know, have those conversations in cl- in school now that we're getting back in school with your classmates and kind of get acclimated back to that normal schedule. You know, those are the things that we can control. So, so let's focus on them. Let's not worry so much about everything else that's going on. You know, yes, we have to react to it, but let's not make that become the, you know, part of our existence.
0: Yeah. And almost I mean, when you're in your own bubble, you feel like the world's issues are on your shoulders and you do have to react to where there's been a lot of instances where you kind of have to turn off the outside noise and be inside and just be selfish in this space and take advantage of the time that you've been given and figure out what you really enjoy. And it becomes almost a task to some people, but when you're actually able to, go with and figure out what your passions are. And it's hard for some people, especially at that age to be that vulnerable. But is it easier, do you think, for them to go towards their passions since they're formable or is it more difficult?
1: Um, I, I think it definitely depends on the situation. Um, you know, we have a lot of students obviously with, with different backgrounds. So you're now having families that you know, might not have spent a lot of time together now spending a lot of time together um now you have families um that you know whether you know you have um a parent that maybe travels a lot now they get to be home with their family so so you have you definitely have you have benefits there but you're also now you gotta have you know you're now you're dealing with more family situations than maybe that maybe that student should have to deal with which is very unfortunate so i think you can look at it as both ways um, And as much as I think school has some type of some type of influence on the students, you know, it's home obviously takes over. So I I think, and I say this kind of reluctantly, I think a lot of that is out of, out of our control as, as say a teacher, not saying that we can't have any influence, but right now we are losing even more of that influence to what happens outside of school. Um, you know, because they don't have as much accountability when it comes to, you know, being in attendance, you know, having that face time with them. Um, so I think it's going to vary based on the student. Um, and if they've had that experience to one actually find something that they're super passionate about, because a lot of students haven't had that yet. Um, so I think, yeah, sorry, sorry not to give you a, a good answer to your uh, to the question there, but um,
0: it's a great it's, answer. Uh, I, it I think it is. You're having to spend
1: more.
0: Yeah, you have to spend more time with family. You're gonna have to maybe spend time with just situations that you don't want to spend time with. And we're all doing that. But as a kid, having to do that, I have examples in my head that I think of people growing up. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine those people with their family all day, every day. And then you put them into a zoom virtual environment and there's no accountability at all you have to figure out how to teach them but at the end but the end of that session they're turning it off and doing whatever activity they're ingratiated in and if that's not something productive or family issues or just the latter it can be anything they're having to go back into their own world and not have that change of environment.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and, and that's, and that's, I think another hard thing that we're dealing with now, because usually you can try to reach some of those students that, that might be on the verge of going one way or the other. And, and now you don't have opportunity anymore. Um, which is, which is hard because that's, that's part of, that's part of the job as much as you want to educate you, you also want to want to be able to connect and feel like you can have, you know, I try to pick a student every year that I'm like, you know what? Like, like you're my, you're my project. Like I, I'm going to make sure every time I see you, like I'm going to reach out to you and see how everything's going, see what's happening at home and you know, how your other classes are going. What are you doing this weekend? Um, you know, always, always reach, try to reach out, reach out to that, that student a little bit more. Um, Cause I think a lot of it is um, you know, you look at kind of like this hierarchy of needs that, you know, that we need as humans, right? You start off with um, and go out of the out of the physical needs you need obviously food, you need water um, and then you need shelter, you need some type of safety. So from there, you know, students don't have food. You know, some students unfortunately might not have some type of shelter. You know, you, you like to think that they do or that it's at least some type of consistent you know, place to be, but you don't know that as a teacher. So like okay what like how like where can i be to give that to them okay where can i be to you know whether it's like volunteer we vol- a lot of um i had a couple teachers that initially we volunteered at one of the, the food banks here in town who were giving giving out the lunches to a lot of the students who would typically be on the free and reduced lunch and it's like like that is the stuff that like people don't think about like usually you rely on school to get that food you rely on that school to you know, have a safe place to be. And, and that's, and that's hard because it's you know, you always want to think, okay, well, like, how are students going to learn? Be like, well, how are some students going to eat? How are some students going to get, going to get away from maybe an environment that they really shouldn't be around all the time. Um, and that's been, uh, that's been something that's been pretty hard to wrestle with too, when it comes to kind of the education system, the public education system.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know? that's, I'm sure where you have to apply the real life lessons and just say, "Yeah, you know, it's the whole group. You never knew, know who you're talking to. It could be somebody that is never going to come to you as a teacher and say, now, Hey, I'm struggling. Like my family is struggling. I'm not, I'm not eating. We're having to figure out where to live. And again, we all live in our own bubbles. And so to step out of that and figure out that that's not the situation for everybody. Yeah. No, it's, it's tough
1: not. yeah i mean because yeah it sounds sounds all well and good okay well we'll give everybody laptops and we'll zoom like okay, oh well some students don't have wi-fi so how how are we going to zoom with them if they don't have wi-fi um you know and there's just so much more that goes into it um you know than well how are we going to educate our students right now you know there's there's a lot of things that have to happen before we get to that education i I can't make somebody feel really good about themselves. Um, I can't, I can't motivate somebody to improve themselves until they have those initial needs. And, and right now that's, and that's something to wrestle with. You know, like I said, I mean, having that conversation with my student about their dog, like, cool. Like I can, I can, I can do that. You know, they're ready to have that conversation. You know, they're not worried about where their ne- their next meal is coming from. Whereas maybe another student needs, needs a little bit more, needs to know that somebody cares and is like, all right, I'm, you know, we're, we're going to take care of, you know, you don't worry about that. You know, you worry about just taking care of yourself right now. And you'll have other people that are going to take care of those other things. Cause you're, you're 12, 13, you don't, you don't need to worry about that right now. You know, you got, you got other people that are, that are taking care of that. And that's definitely been more eye opening to me. I mean, not being in the profession, you know, for, for all too long, but you know, you're, 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 you're being exposed to that situation. That's, that's real. And it's um kind of, you know, call you to take a little bit more action than, than maybe you had initially anticipated that you that you needed.
0: Right. I mean, I think of my teachers and they're instrumental figures in me growing up. I am I'm excited to to talk to them or reach out to them if I have an opportunity or if I just think of them or the lessons that they provided. It's it's instrumental in my life and I can think of students that go through rough times and that teacher is that rock for them in some instances and when when it's taken away or it's morphed into something else it's it's almost on the teachers to figure out what that teaching turns into because there are so many aspects to being a teacher that go unnoticed and that is instrumental in growing up and having some figure other than your parents to idolize and to hold you accountable and teach you those first lessons in life that you don't get anywhere else other than at school.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. And that's why that's what I love so much about it. I mean, because you know, it's it's not getting up, teaching content, you know, providing some type of assessment or you know, providing some type of instructional and some type of you know, some game, and then having them go play like it, it's it is a lot deeper than that, and that's what I love so much about it. You know, where are you give them the you give them the experience? I mean, and I think that's something that you know, kind of relating it back to back to the um, title of podcast here and, and the class that we took at our science. I mean, you give you give people the experience, you'd be amazed about what happens from that. You give somebody the opportunity to, to have fun, to, to grow with, you know, um, to grow with their peers, um, to be challenged, to actually have somebody who does care about them, you know, who doesn't, who isn't just kind of like, okay, well, I guess you can do whatever you want. And, you know, you don't have to do your homework when you come home or, you know, uh, I'm not too worried about your behavior. Like, no, I care about you. Like, if you're gonna act like a jerk in my class, I'm going to hold you accountable because I care about you. And when you see the look on the student's face, that's like, huh, no, no kidding. Like somebody cares about me. Like, and then there's just that, there's that opportunity to be like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I am worth it. You know, I'm worth pushing myself a little bit. And, and if that experience is there, if that opportunity is there for them, you know, it's, like I said, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say another cliche, but I mean, the sky's the limit for, for everybody who has that chance. Yeah, we're rolling them all out. It's okay. Yeah, I'm a big cliche guy. All right, anybody who knows me knows I'm a big cliche guy.
0: I mean, we have we have so many different avenues to go down as just people right now, and we all could have picked many different routes to go. Or some people picked just reaching out to people. Some people decided to go with video games or with dedicating themselves to a craft and it's, it's all about how to as adults navigate this and kids aren't really able to do that. And, you know, I think of when we were trying to get recruited to go play a college sport, that was the center of our universe to be able to go and play at that next level and to figure out, well, how are my coaches? How are my teachers? How are my career advisors going to help me get to that level? And it's it's such an unknown, I can imagine for for kids and where they need to go, because we almost forget in the adult world of where that connection comes from, because we can deal with just looking at a screen or maybe we can't I don't know, but we're doing it, and we just accept it like and we figure out how to navigate it, but these kids have just tried to pivot into this world that I'm sure there's questions around it, but their needs are almost put on a back burner in some cases. And the the real life needs are, are put right in their face when in a lot of areas, at least in my life, it's not easy to just put that aside and face reality because Sports is an
1: escape for so many of us yeah, no, absolutely um, yeah, I mean, just just thinking about it, i mean I can't imagine having to go through that process right now, you know no. and and being a being being an eighteen year old kid trying to navigate this i can't imagine so so having a lot of this you know having students who might not have that support system at home um, it it's hard to think about it's hard to think about I'll tell you, I mean, you saying like you know, we're adults, maybe we're okay with it, maybe we're not. There's a lot of people who aren't okay with it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be the right. first one to tell you. Um, I work with a lot of them and, and it's a shame because there's, there's great people who, who are struggling with it. Um, and there's one thing that I, I tried to do this year that, you know, every year, um, there's like a, a little like weight loss challenge thing at kind of like January 1st, like right after the, like what right after winter break for a lot of the teachers and, um, our nurse usually heads it, but she retiring this so i was like you know what like maybe maybe that's something that i can that i can take over because i mean being a personal trainer no understanding and you know how important it is to take care of the body to take you know if you take care of the body you take care of the mind and and they are so hand in hand that i think a lot of people you know if, if you're putting your body on the backbone you're also going to be putting your mind um and i think that's a lot of what's happening right now so i try to offer that up to a lot of the teachers saying listen i know that this is really rough i was like Let's make this really fun. I'll put together a six week workout program for you guys that you can do at home for 20 minutes. We'll put a little nutrition outline together for you, you know, depending on what your goal is right now. Like, like here's your plan. Let's take your mind off of something. Let's focus on something that's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you more confident. It's going to, you know, um, it's going to give you more energy. And it's going to be a behavior change that you're going to be very happy that you made during a very crazy time that you really didn't think you could do it. And I have had this overwhelming response from them. And I mean, as much as I love teaching, like I said, eighth graders, I mean, being able to, I mean, I don't want to say, and it kind of is teaching adults in a way, you know, because I'm, I'm giving them the opportunity to, to learn something new that they might not have had, um, you know, really a lot of motivation to learn about and, it's been an incredible response. Um, it's been something that I love to do. And it's, um, it, it's, I think it's helped a lot of people with their headspace because a lot of people aren't okay with looking at the screen. And as much as we have to figure it out, it doesn't make it any easier. Um, so I think it, you, you try to find these, these ulterior motives to continue to move forward, to continue to drive you. Yes, I don't have the connection that I used to have with my students, but my connection with my coworkers has been better than it's ever been because of what's happening right now. And and that's been something that again, you know, you know, what kind of what can we control to the situation? Okay, well, spending a lot of time in school, not a lot of kids, all the teachers are here, you know, let's catch up with everybody. You know, what can I, what can I do to help everyone right now? Um, and I think the more that people continue to to value to still value what what type of impact they can have on others, I think that's that's really where you know, we can start making some big strides.
0: Right. As adults, so much of what we see are the numbers of coronavirus cases and that's on top of so much negative press and so many things going on in our lives that we have to try to eliminate to do our job and be effective in that role to be able to provide a tool that shifts mindsets. It's, It's invaluable to be able to provide that to somebody because this is a time that can be very formable, that is very formable, but it can be formable in a positive way or a negative way. So if you're able to jumpstart that, figure out where the next step is going to be, you understand how your body changed. So I'm going to help change somebody else's. How did you start with that to be like, yeah, these are, these are things that I can contribute to my coworkers and you know, how did you pitch to them? Cause I'm sure that, uh, and I'm just assuming here that teacher lifestyle isn't the most healthy lifestyle
1: out there. Yeah. You're not far, you're not off it, not far from it. Um, so like I said, I mean, you know, as much as I love fitness and I love nutrition, and I love taking care of, taking care of our health. Um, like you said in order to kind of, to kind of get my fix, I was you know, I was like thinking, like, man, like there's gotta be something I can do. And it's it really started with one of my coworkers. And, you know, she was like, yeah, I started like going down to the fitness center in the school. Cause we have, um, within the last year, really redone this middle, this eighth grade fitness center. That was like, this place is sweet. Like I would come and work out here. Like it's, it's very inviting. Well, it's and great. I've had, I've had, I had a teacher who said, you know what? I, I started going down there every day after school and working out. She was like, but like, what, like, what do you think I should do? Like, Like, should I do certain things? Should I spend more time on the treadmill? Like, I'm like, well, like, let's start figuring stuff out. You know, what do you enjoy? What are you looking for? So it really started with her and I talked to her, you know, probably every day, every other day. And it just grew from there to then I had another coworker asking me like, Oh, well, like if I'm going to join her, like, should I do the same thing she's doing or should I do something different? Um, And it eventually just led to, you know, some people asking me questions here and there up to the point where, like i said there's kind of this little challenge here which i'm not a huge proponent of these 6 week weight loss challenges because it just is it's it's total uh you know it, it just sets people up for i don't want to say sets them up for failure but you know they starve themselves for 6 weeks and they try to okay, lose all Okay then this i'll weight. say then i'll say it, it sets, them up, yeah, it yeah, sets right? them up for failure it sets them up for failure because
0: because you're looking at a 6 week time frame and when you're uh, done with the 6 weeks you think you need to reward yourself at the end yes. of that
1: and next thing you know, you're binging on food and the relationship with food isn't there because now you're like, okay, during the six weeks, you know, all of these foods are bad. And it's like, no, they're not, you know, they're not going to make you a bad person. If you like a donut, like that's not a bad thing. Like, let's just not eat a lot of them. Like have one a week. There you go. You know, just, you know, figure out where it goes in your caloric intake. So part of my motivation was, you know what? I think I could help, you know, people because I've already talked to a couple of coworkers, but two, I'm like. I want to be in the position to be like, listen, this six week weight loss challenge is not what you should be focused on, but we're going to use it as a way to develop and dialogue. So instead of it being a six week challenge, we're going to do this for the rest of the year. And a lot of people appreciated that and they kind of see like how, how I work and and kind of the time and effort that I'm willing to put in for them. So I put together, um, like, like a little, uh, like a little presentation where I just recorded a zoom call sent it out to them, we talked about um, the psychology of kind of behavior change and where they should be in, in terms of, you know, once they're ready to make that change, you know, where should they be and how do they recognize it? And then we talked about um, nutrition and how to develop that healthy relationship with food, how to understand that you can still eat food, like you don't have to not eat food in order to lose fat, you know, so let's, let's figure out for you, For your body type for your age for your gender you know how much should you be taking in right now and then if you want to make some type of change how much do you need to take in for that and then we incorporated the physical activity side of things so really try to focus on the mental health of it the nutrition and then then kind of wean in the physical activity um because right now like you said teachers they're constantly running they you know they they don't mess have all the time to, to try to get something in. So I'm like, perfect. 20 minutes a day, all body weight. You don't need to be in a gym. You don't have an excuse anymore, you know? And I put a video for every exercise. So you can't have an excuse to not know what you're doing either. You know? So, you know, trying to make it as convenient as possible for everybody. Um, and you know, when they see that, man, like Vince is putting in a lot of time to help us, like I got, like, this is the time that I'm going to go ahead and, and go in and and that's been that's been my fix that's been my fix right now Well, i haven't been able to get that with students you know to be able to have coworkers and be able to give presentations to the entire district about you know how can we relieve stress you know from sitting behind our desk is has been like unbelievable oh that's so, sick you got to yeah. go for the whole district so it yes. got big yeah so um we uh like right, right now it, I guess I, I won't say all the district. I won't blow myself up that much. It was, it was just, uh, so our secondary departments are seventh grade to 12th grade. And right now, like I said, like we have those Wednesdays, we are kind of like our just online learning days where we just put something online on canvas and then students go ahead and, and kind of take, take it as they see fit. Um, so we're not like directly in front of them. So we have these um, instructional coaches who do these different things on Wednesdays, whether it's You know, just being there for other teachers to talk to, whether it's using different tech tools in the classroom, trying to navigate Zoom, um, you know, trying to um, improve assessment while you're not with students, like all these like teacher things. Right. And then this one day was, you know, talking, they reached out and they were like, how would you, you know, how would you feel about maybe giving like almost like a, like a quick exercise thing that, you know, we can do behind our desks to kind of relieve some of the stress that everybody's feeling. And it was um, it was right before the holidays. And I was like, absolutely, like, I'll jump on that whenever I can. And, you know, it was, it was so cool. And and the response again was, like I said, so much better than I thought it was going to be. That it's like, I'm trying to create that identity that, you know, if, if there's something that you would like to do, whether it comes from your mental health, whether it comes to nutrition or physical activity, like, like, you can come talk to me. And, I will talk to you until the cows come home about whatever it is, you know, cause I just, I know the impact that it can have on you, you know, especially going on right now where the last thing a lot of people are thinking about is what they're putting in their body and how much mm. they're moving. And if you can be the reason that, that they're conscious of those things, you know, I, I would love, love to be that reason. Yeah.
0: You know, it's, it's, it's easy for some people to just, well, you can go either way. Honestly, you can, you can go very, very strict and you can go very, very, I don't care anymore. And it's because you can either, I I feel, and this could be very biased that you either go towards what the world is telling us and you can go either against it. And I think there's so much value in health that's being overlooked that people know the impact of keeping up with your immune system and making sure that it's functioning. Your body's a machine that needs to be primed all the time. And when you're, you're in this space, when you see people that aren't taking care of their health, you almost want to say, Hey, like, I, I want to help you. If, if you're up for it and to be able to actually figure out what your body needs is such a great feeling. And when you have the right vitamins and you have the right minerals in your system that allow you to be at your best, you almost don't want to leave that point and you want to keep getting better, but it's hard to get people to go to that point.
1: Absolutely. Because it, it's, like I said, it, it's, if for people who don't necessarily view it as so important, it's an inconvenience for them. I mean, to to think about, okay, like, well, I got to make sure I have, you know, some type of, you know, some type of protein. I got to make sure I get, you know, whether it's a fruit or vegetable in here and there, um, you know, well, you know, I don't have time for that. You know, I got to go here. I got to, I got to, you know, go make sure the kids are, are, or you know, we're on their computers or I got to make sure I got my work taken care of, or I got to run them here. You know, it's, it's like, we don't have time for it. And, and it's such a shame because, you know, it's okay to be selfish when it comes to taking care of yourself. And, you know, it's it, I, like you said, I, I really think that's overlooked and, you know, our, the sacrifice is coming, it's coming from, from our health. You know, at some point, you know, you can't do everything. And you know, now, now that sacrifice is, is not coming in from, you know, the time that it takes to maybe meal prep. Now it's, it's sacrificing the health for the convenience of being able to pop in uh, the drive-through. And that was super easy. You know, we're saving that time where well, like, why don't we sacrifice something else? So that way we can spend the time caring about our health. And like you said, as soon as, as soon as people get started and they find the process that's going to work for them, that allows them to incorporate that back into their life. They're like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like why? I, I knew I was going to feel better. And I, you know, but I don't know why I just didn't do it. And a lot of it is because you know, it sometimes it's inconvenience, and you know they, they don't. Uh, I think a lot of them are afraid of the failure of it because a lot of people, you know, who have who have maybe tried before, they feel like nothing ever worked for them when it comes to trying to whether it's you know maintaining a healthy weight or you know trying to preserve some type of muscle mass or whatever whatever their um their kind of situation is, you know that, that they feel like they failed and they don't want to try again because they don't want to feel that sense of failure again which I think is a big fear that a lot of people have um, especially a lot of people that I've worked with so you you begin to frame their idea of that process differently and I think it becomes more appealing to them at the same time so so that way you know it's not it's not failing from doing something it's I am making strides to take care of myself because if I don't like we're seeing a lot of examples of what could possibly happen to us
0: we are a product of the people that we surround ourselves with and when people around us do value that a little bit more you tend to go that way and so you being that force that shows them the right way to do it it, it almost seems tangible to be able to strive
1: for that yeah absolutely um and and developing a, a sense of community amongst the teachers i mean now there's teachers during their off periods that are getting together and they're walking around the third floor like that. Perfect. Like that, that you could, you guys literally could be doing a better job. You like that you just making that decision to get up and walk is going to stem to a decision to go ahead and focus on what you're putting in your body. It's going to then have a stem on, man, I just don't feel like doing it today, but you know how good it's going to make you feel after. And those, I mean, there's a snowball effect as soon as you get started and, And you have those people that are holding you accountable for that, you know, because it's not, you know, it it then becomes, okay, well, it's not, you know, you're not letting yourself down anymore. You're letting down your friend who knows it's just as hard. So now you're in turn, you know, doing it for yourself again. And it, and it, it becomes, it becomes routine and it becomes a part of your life. And, and I've seen it, you know, I've seen it go in the right direction for, for a lot of people over the, over the last you know few months. And that's been, that's been really cool just to see yeah. their, their ability to support each other.
0: Right. I mean, because we've all been on teams and that's that's where we're able to prime our bodies to the best is when others are holding us accountable. We I hated running before college and going through college, there was an expectation that you have to pass a two-mile test and it sucked getting ready for that. But it has now forced me to enjoy running and it's just a small piece, but it's no longer intimidating like it was before, where you are scared of the thought of failure and not being able to run as long as you'd like. The feeling that you feel when you're running, how you look, those things as as an adult, you just kind of suppress and then you become complacent and you lose that team aspect you lose that ability to actually understand that other people are holding you accountable and cheering you on. And when it's framed poorly, it can be intimidating. But once you get that positive light around it to say, no, we, we want to see the best for you. We want you to do this. and, And that's why we care. That's why we're here. It, it brings back, that emotion that they had felt before. And it's, it's important to go along the journey with others.
1: 100%. Um, I'm taking one of my grad school classes was on um, the sports psychology of performance enhancement. And that was just such an interesting course, not only from the title, but you know, it's like, okay, like what allows people to perform the best, you know, at some point you're going to need to adhere To some type of process right no matter what that is no matter what your process might be it could be a variety of things Um, but when people feel valued when people feel like others care about them like that is one of the number one indicators of adherence Um, and then talking about um, another class I took talked about injury rehabilitation same thing there's a common theme that you know an athlete who is injured if they feel like their athletic trainer cares about them their adherence is going to go through the roof and again now you're taking different experiences from different aspects you're putting them together and you're like huh if people perform better when they feel cared about if people adhere to something that they might not be super motivated to do but when they feel cared about they're going to do it more why then maybe it works for this one too you know and the more that you value people the more motivated they become, the higher their self-efficacy becomes that, you know, I, I can do it this time. Like this is like I have my plans in place. And, you know, I'm going st- to stay true to, to the behaviors that I know will get me to where I want to be. And, and, and that gets them off the ground and running. And the more that you're able to value people in that sense and that the more that they feel better about themselves, you know, nobody's going to nobody's going to try anything new if, if, they don't, if they don't think anybody wants them to try anything new if they don't feel like anybody thinks that they're capable of it, but the moment you give that person that, you know, that, that sense of, that sense of um, confidence and, and that, you know, you know that you have the belief in them, you know, that, that is exactly what some people need to, to kind of get up, brush themselves off and, and let's go, let's, let's get after it.
0: Yeah. It's attacking the day. And when the days kind of loop together, Groundhog's Day, it becomes very tedious to get up and go do that routine and form something of your day when a lot of what we see is just be complacent. And there is an accountability within that forces some people to either go out and make that routine and others to remain stagnant. And it's almost look down upon to care about your health and to now form that routine that's essential to to create that when that is in my opinion how we get through this how we continue to one improve as society but get through just short term this pandemic
1: yeah no um yeah i mean to kind of go to your point that you know it's almost looked down upon i mean misery loves company right so somebody who is afraid of making the change. And now they have somebody next to them who, you know, maybe they, they have, you know, some, some chicken over top of a salad. And they're like, Oh my God, like you're eating that. And like, why are you eating that? Like, like, don't you like, care? Like don't you want to be happy when you eat? And like, that's exactly what it comes across. And somebody who is really struggling, who is trying to have that salad, they're not going to bring one the next day. Cause one, they don't want the salad in the first place they're trying to be responsible about it. So now they're, you know, they're, they're trying to incorporate some, some better foods into their, their diet. But now you've got somebody who is jumping all over them, you know, because they feel bad about themselves. And, and, and that's the, I think the really hard part, you know, the, more, like you said, the more you surround yourself with people who were, who were like-minded and kind of moving in the same direction, you know, it's, it's incredible. Um, and I think I assimilate that a lot to, you know, my junior year at her sinus on the baseball team to my senior year i mean we we went two and sixteen in conference, my junior year, probably the worst record in Centennial conference history um, and then my senior year we make it to make it to the uh, conference championship game i mean you you get the right people working in the right direction, and you know things get done, you know people make strides, you know people grow they they improve they 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 do better than maybe you know whether it's their their talent or then then usually what what they've been given would actually allow but it's because of the people that they're around that takes them to that next level and and that is something that is i think so cool in life and i think as humans i really think that's our job is to make people feel that way and you know cuz then it it's it's contagious i mean you do it for one person they do it for one, I mean And it's kind of that degrees of separation, you know, kind of thing. If you value somebody as a human, that's that you're, then you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing here.
0: Yeah. Build that camaraderie around people and, and people just want to do better for themselves. And that's, that's what being a team is. I mean, when, when I look back on my experience as well, it's, How did I get to college? I wanted to play college sport. How did I stay at that level? It's it's my teammates. And to be able to get there and, and obtain that goal that all of us wanted to go play in college and to play that next level, when you boil it down, it's you want to continue to be a part of that team. And it's scary to not be a part of that team anymore. And I'm sure I know a lot of people on this earth don't have that ability. And I don't know the exact statistic, but we are in the minority uh, by being college athletes. And so when you have that mindset, that's built to be a part of a team and be unselfish, you are looked at differently. You are feeling a little different because you no longer have that team but you find new ways to build teams around your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can always tell that, you know, the people that you come across with, it's very easy to tell if somebody was an athlete and what type of athlete they were just by having a conversation with them. Um, And it's, it, it, you're built from a different breed. I mean, as an athlete who is driven, who, has had made sacrifices for for others in order to kind of benefit the overall group you know when you're a part of something that's bigger than yourself like that one that humbles you but you also understand how much of a part you are of that so you kind of get both sides so you have that that humbleness of understanding that you know you aren't everything as the team the team would be fine without you. But if you slip up, the team's going to know and you need to make sure you're always on it. So that way you're moving the team in the right direction. And, and that is such a, a lesson that I'm grateful that I've been, having the opportunity to learn. I mean, if my college coach said it wants to said it a million times, you know, this is so much bigger than you. And as soon as you understand that, you know, that's when everything's going to open up for you. And I mean, that is just, that just parallels everything in life, um, you know, so that way you understand that, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm this small thing, but I still matter, you know, whether, you know, I'm having a great day or a bad day, that still matters, um, and it, it's, it's important to, to always hold yourself to some type of standard, so that way, you know, the, the people around you, you know, can, can see that.
0: There's something so real about the standard. And, and when, I mean, I just, I feel you on on that point so much because that's, that's why we all got involved in it. I mean, we wanted to understand what it's like to play at the next level, regardless of what it was, no matter what other people thought it was, this is, this is the route that I'm going to go down. And or Science College, D3 Sports is not anything glamorous, but that team, that experience is everything that we wanted and we're able to then provide those lessons in the future. It's, it's setting the standard for yourself, holding yourself accountable so that then in turn you can hold others accountable and in whatever team setting you find yourself in, It's morphed into different things, but you get to apply it.
1: Exactly. I mean, I think you said, I mean, you can't hold yourself, you can't hold others accountable until you hold yourself accountable. And I think that that ability to put in that work to make yourself, you know, feel like you are in a position to hold, to hold others accountable, I think is, is such an impactful position that one, I think a lot of people are scared of doing that, but at the same time it's so rewarding when you know, you've put in your time to be like, okay, I am in a position to reach out to these people and help them change their life or, you know, stand up in front of the team after, you know, after a bad game, talk about what happened, what can we do moving forward? Um, and, and that is like, that is such a, such a, a cool experience to have that. I think if, if we can share that with people and allow people to, Like you said, we're in the minority of being able to play college sports and be a part of a team to that extent. If we can take that experience and now take it into different aspects of it, allow people to feel what it's like to be part of that team, to hold yourself accountable, to know that there's a standard that you need to uphold, you know, that I think is, is, is really cool. And, you know, I think that's kind of what I've tried to do um, just within my coworkers. And I'm sure you're not too far from that, you know, with where you're at either, you know, it's, you know people people can recognize it um, and and people take pride in that I mean there's I remember playing um played college or uh, summer ball I think it was probably the summer before my senior year I um, played summer ball with uh, one of my uh, buddy's teammates that he played with in college and he said uh, you know Vince isn't really that good but I think he just works really hard I'm like my man I'm like you literally just." said the greatest thing you could have ever said to me. I'm like, if people can see how hard I work to be able to put myself in the position that I'm in, I'm like, that's, that's everything to me. And, you know, I've, I messed up a lot, you know, believe me, made a lot of mistakes, but at the same time, you know, I've I've tried to grow from them as much as I can make sure that I don't make them again. And, and you grow from it. Um, but you just put that work in. And if somebody can see it, I mean, hey. I'm all for working when nobody's watching, but when somebody is like, "Eh, yeah, maybe they're not that good. They just put in the work." Like, man, that's exactly who I want to be. That's it. it you took right notice? Here. I'm Got honored. Right here, man. I'll tell you, well, when back in the day when you first started this and I was like, "Yeah, Yo, do you have a podcast?" And you were like, "Yeah." I'm like, I've literally always wanted to have a podcast. And you know, that kind of started our conversation. We, we called up probably there pretty frequently there for a, for a while. And you're know, like, you know, I just started writing stuff down. Like it didn't make sense. It didn't have an order to it. Something popped in my head. I wrote it down, man, that helped me so much. I'm like, you know what? I, you know, if I have a thought pops in my head, I'm like, cool. Take that. note. it'll make, let me date it. Let me talk about what I was feeling when I, when I got it. And it's, it's been awesome. So it's, um, it's been pretty cool to um, kind of incorporate a lot of the conversations that we've had over the last, you know, year and be able to have that and include that in the conversation.
0: Oh, that's great. I mean, we, we have, we have so many moments that are going on right now that seem insignificant that I've found so much value in just documenting it. And once it's off my mind, it's off my mind, but, it's always going to be there. So I can go back to reflect on it. And I'm glad that you're able to see that value in it. Cause it's been, what's allowed me to continue to come up with different ideas and some are stupid. Some are pretty cool, but you figure out, you get to weed through them and figure out, okay, yeah. this is what's going to inspire me today. And it may be different than yesterday or tomorrow. And you figure out what you need in that situation. And There's been plenty of times that I've gone back to look at things that I've had a good day or a bad day. And you look back and realize what it takes to be in that headspace, because as hard as I'm sure you are on yourself and I am on myself, we have down days. And as much as you can focus on your health, as much as you can help us us with your well-being and all of those things... You lose balance sometimes and when you're able to go back to your own notes figure out what you did to be productive in that situation that's sometimes the key and that's all you need to push forward
1: oh yeah yeah absolutely i mean giving yourself the chance to reflect is is so powerful um you know in in all aspects of life um i mean like i said now you know having having sam around all the time and you know becoming a you know, becoming one, as, as opposed to us being our separate people. I mean, I reflect every day, you know, over situations that you know, how could I handle this differently? Um, and she holds me accountable. I mean, she calls me on it, and it's it's great because now she she forces me to, to reflect and forces me to become better. And when we have, you know, when we have those disagreements, or if we're you know working some things out and and getting used to, you know, growing together. Um, you know, you have that ability to reflect and you have somebody who's, who's helping you do that. I mean, it's, that's how we improve as people. I mean, it's like you said, we I mean, some days we have down days, some days we have bad days, bad days, but you know, we write those bad days down. Remember what we were feeling in that moment. Um, you know, the more that you get it out, it, it allows you to, to see it. You know, you, it's almost like you're taking it, you're feeling it. And then as you write it down, now you see it and you're like, okay, you know, how come I'm feeling like this? Like like let's 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 think about this a little bit. Let's reflect on it. So now instead of it, you know, kind of being this this loop in the head, now it becomes becomes a um you know almost like a like a tangible thing on that piece of paper that you can start thinking through. Um and uh for me I I don't talk about it and Sam knows when I'm kind of starting to lose it. So if I didn't write it out and I just keep it in the head, she knows. And then, you know, she, she helps me get through it and, and helps me verbalize it because I'm not as comfortable doing that. Um, but uh, but it's, it's, been, it's been great being able to write things down, being able to have somebody who knows me so well that, you know, she could be around me for a couple minutes and be like, all right, like, like what do we, we got to talk about here? And, and what can we do to get past it? Or what can we do to improve on the situation? It's, um, it's, it's, it's a, I, and I, really, I think it's a skill too. You become better at reflecting, you, you begin to be able to improve that situation that much more.
0: Yeah, I mean, people don't want to see the process from an outside perspective. And you talk about being uh, not talented, but a hard worker. Nobody wants to see that talented person burn out or see that not talented person stay the same and just kind of remain complacent because of an event that's happened. When you're able to do those little things on a daily basis or even just a consistent basis, it allows you to form new habits, figure out where you're lacking and where you can improve. And there are so many aspects right now that are unknown, but, to be able to understand what my feelings are in these moments allows me to feel a little bit less crazy and understand that it's, it's normal to feel weird right now, to feel like there are things that are out of our control, but what are the things that are in our control? And one of the first things I wrote, uh, March 10th of 2020, i had said that the number one thing that I value most is my health. And... I, when I wrote that thought health as in how I look, how I feel and it has turned into how do I think and how am I going to be the most productive person that I could be today? And sometimes it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's, hard, yeah. it's hard to stay on that regimen. And when when you are forced to move into a situation that's not normal, the areas of that you need improvement become so visual and so clear that you can't avoid them anymore. And you have to confront it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I read this book uh, right as we're kind of going through planning the wedding, which we got married in, uh, in July. She removed it from June, moved it to July. A lot of craziness along those lines, but again, focus on what can we control. So I bought this book. It's called, it takes what it takes. It's by Trevor Moed, um, who is a sports psychologist. Um, he's worked with uh, Nick Saban. He's worked with um, Urban Meyer. He's worked, he's very involved with Russell Wilson. Um, and this book, it takes what it takes talks about whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you want to take care of. If, you know, whatever it is that is most important to you, like you said, your health, if, if that is true, then you know, then it, it takes what it takes in order to make that happen. Um, they use that, an example of uh, Vince Carter, you know, being able to, you know, play in the league until he's 90 years old. You know, he used to be this fly highing, you know, slam dunker. And then, you know, Trevor Moe had asked him, okay, well, well, how did you, how were you able to continue and prolong your career? He said, well, I, I just stopped dunking. He was like, well, that was who you were. He was like, yeah, that's who I was. He was like, but I knew that I wanted to play until I couldn't, you know, I want to leave on my own terms. And if I continue to be that player, I, was, I knew I was going to get injured. It was going to take me that much longer to recover. You know, so I knew this is what it took in order to get me where I wanted to be. And that simple phrase, if it takes what it takes, it, it, it keeps it in perspective of, okay, if this is what I want to do what, what is it going to take in order to get me there? Like, let's simplify things. Let's stop making it so complicated and figuring out I got to do X, Y, and Z to get there. Now it's, it's, it's usually really simple. You know, if, if this is what you want, this is what you need to do. And that's it. You know, don't get in your own way. You know, don't try to reinvent your wheel and, and, and make it, make it harder than it seems. So that way you can make an excuse for yourself later down the road and be like, eh, I didn't really want it anyway. Like, no, yes, you did want it or else you wouldn't have written it down on March 10th that you wanted to make sure you took care of your health and you knew exactly what it took to do it. And here we are, you know, you know, 10 months later, and you're like, I did what it took in order to, you know, in order to stay true to myself, that that was what was important to me.
0: Right. But it's also finding a balance that prolongs that because I don't want to get burnt out on this when I wrote that, I, I realized I wanted this to be a lifestyle. And when you were talking to your teachers about their six month program or their six week program that you, you then seek a reward at the end, I want to figure out something that's going to keep me as consistent as possible because that's going to benefit me in all aspects of my life. Allow me to see clear, feel better, and understand what I want from myself and Health is where that starts. But like I said, when I initially thought about it 10 months ago, it was physical. And now I realize how much of it is mental. People are having a difficult time right now going through the quarantine for a number of reasons. And we are all figuring out this together. But as much as we see people from the outside, there's something inside in the mental that we haven't ever dealt with before. And it's transparent to everybody, but we have to figure out at least I have to figure out what I want from, for myself and what I want to, to be the best version of myself because I think of my college coach and I think of coach Steele saying control the controllables and that's, It's so basic and those, those little lessons allow us to figure out what, what we need and recognize it and not be ashamed of it. Just figure out more, accept it and figure out what you need. And through this quarantine, I've realized that it is writing them down and figuring out, okay, what were you feeling? And it's, it's tough for a lot of people. But that's why I've enjoyed having conversations with you and with others to be able to just reconnect and figure out that, yeah, we need other people. We need other people to get through this journey. And we've always needed other people. That's how we get through this from a mental perspective as a society. And it's, it's very clear, but yet very similar to taking care of your physical health it's
1: scary to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that, and that fear, like I said, I think of a lot of, a lot of it is, it's, 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 it's they're, they're nervous of failing and, you know, being around it for, for so long to where, you know, if they've, they've never really been pushed to a limit where they've either had to fail and they're not exactly sure how to handle it. Um, or if it's, it's been an experience where, they haven't had somebody to, to help them along through, and they feel like they're alone. And it kind of comes back to you saying that, you know, we need people. We need people. If we didn't have people during those tough times, it makes them that much harder. Um, and I think when, you know, you have the situation that was kind of took our ability to be with people away, you know, it's a big slap in the face being like, man, like we need to be social. We needed to get off the phone. Like we needed to stop texting people. Like we needed to call people. Um, you know, because it's so much more than just, oh, hey, how's your day going? No, it's like, you know, shut like, shit, it's like what like how like what are you dealing with right now? Like what are you struggling with? Like I'll tell you what I'm struggling with if you tell me what you're struggling with. Like that is deep. Like that is not a conversation that people had. You know, and, and I think a lot of times people are afraid to do that. Because they feel they put themselves in this vulnerable situation where maybe they don't want to talk to people, but at the end of the day, like it's it's gonna help them because they're like, yeah, I've been really struggling with my mental health and I I just don't know how to I don't know what direction to go in. You're like, oh really? Well, I have too. Like like like, what have you been doing? with? Or you know, I've really been wanting to make this change. You know, in terms of my in terms of my physical health, but you know, I feel like every time I start, you know, I, I just don't get anywhere. Like okay, well, well, what are you doing when you go ahead and start? And it's just starting that conversation, that is what is going to lead to somewhere, right? It's not oh hey hey how's your day going? Hey it's going all right. How are, you know good to see you? And then it's a passing conversation where you don't stop walking, you make eye contact, you give them a head nod, you say what's up, and you know that that was that was the you know the, that was the interaction. Where it's now it's like you, you stop you stop in the hallway or um, or I pick up that phone and I FaceTime somebody and. And we talk, you know, we talk like, like we're supposed to talk, you know, it's, it's not this surface level conversation anymore. Cause we're reminded about how, how important it is to actually have that connection with people. Um, and we like said, that's, that's why I became a teacher. I get to sit in front of a room five times a day, 43 minutes. I get to have a conversation with 13 year olds, you know, during my off periods, I get to walk around, have a conversation with, with other teachers and then, I get to come home, and if, if, if I have the time, I get to you know catch up with some friends I haven't seen, or or talk to Sam. And it's 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 been an incredible, um, I guess, an, an teachable moment that this world is giving us now. That you know, you need those people. Go ahead, give them a call. You know, talk to them for talk to them for an hour. You know, and and, and get into it a little bit while you're at it you know, to, to remember what it feels like to, to have that connection.
0: Those, those relationships are, are so meaningful in our life. And, and when they're gone, it's, it's almost that we, even though we have these devices to reach out to people, it's, it's intimidating to do that because we think that they're too busy or have their own things going on. They need it just as bad
1: as we do. Yeah. yeah I remember like I texted you about this, about uh, whatever it was, um, when you first started this, you Facetime me probably not even five minutes later. Yeah, I'm like, let's go. Like I get to see him. Like I don't just get to text him. Like I get to see him. I get to talk to him like that. Like it's 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 nice because like you said, we, you know, I needed a, I needed as much as you did and vice versa, and and it helped us continue to move and you know has us, and then it has us you know talking to other people and and it just keeps on going. And yeah that connection connection's huge
0: and changing just a little part of each other 's life, I mean, knowing that that you enjoy listening to the podcast. I told you it 's like i don 't care if a million people are listening to the podcast. If one person is enjoying this and getting something out of it that 's it that's that 's why I enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing it because I enjoy having conversations with people like you, Vince Terry, but to be able to even process that I'm making an impact in somebody else's life is crazy to think about in my mind. I just wanted to have conversations and to be able to connect and figure out, well, this is making this person successful. Let's see if I can take this. Well, this is a drawback in their life. I'm going to figure out if that's, similar in my life, taking those very, very real aspects of a person's life that is leading them down a certain path. It's, it's what we all strive for. We're all striving to learn on a consistent basis. We don't want to stay the same. And we want to continue to feed not only our body with the right things but our mind with the right knowledge and to be surrounded by the people that we love so much in the valuable parts of our life might happen to be at our sinus and even before that just in those moments but when you're able to go towards them and actually realize that not everything has changed it provides that normalcy that We've been missing so much.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I mean, you pick up the phone and you call, it's like you picked it, you know, if I haven't talked to you in I haven't talked to you in a year, it's like we it's like we picked up right from that last conversation that we had. And and that, that's that's the normalcy that you're talking about. That, you know, the connections that we've been able to form over the years, they're still there. They're not gone. And and all you gotta do is, you know, is is you know, is continue it on with it you know, just don't, don't let it stop. You know, you know, if you, you want to, you have that you know, desire to go to catch up with somebody, do it, you know, because the connection's still there. I mean, it's not like you have to start over, you know, it, it, you're going to pick up right where you left off and you're, you're probably going to learn something new because it, everybody just continues to grow. And you, you hear that experience that somebody else has had. Cool. I'm going to figure out how I can, how can I relate their experience to my life and make it that much better. And and I think that's, that's the impact that we can all have on each other.
0: So much is different right now, but more is remain the same through this all. And it's, it's exciting to learn from somebody in your situation that I I would have never thought, Oh, I, I wonder how Vince is doing right now as a gym teacher, but everybody's situation right now is affected so differently. And so to hear how you're trying to figure out how to gain connections with students when you're looking at a black screen is, is like, Oh my gosh, like that's not anything that you signed up for and you're having to adjust. And it's just so cool to me to hear your experiences because they're so different than mine, but yet you're the same person that I became friends with in college and you're becoming an adult, you're having to pivot. You're having to figure out what works best, not only for yourself, but for teaching these students what is important in life.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think a lot of that is, and I think it's that what is important in life is so big. Um, you know, you, you get up again, you get up and, and you're talking in front of 10, 12, 13, 14 year olds about stuff that they don't care about, make them care about it. How, how does it relate to them? Why is it important to them? why might they, why might they want to give you five minutes of their attention in your 43 minute class like what do you what do you how do you deserve that attention and and that's been the hard part, but it's also all right that's not what's important right now It's not important that they necessarily give me their attention what's important is that they know that I'm here for them. I'm gonna see them every sixth day, and we're gonna talk about some stuff that might be pretty heavy. But they can know that, you know, I am willing to have that conversation with them if they need it. If they need to ask me, you know, can a, fa- can a family member reverse this health condition that they're in, so that way they stop going in and out of the hospital, or, you know, can can this student, um, you know, can I talk to you about why I haven't slept over the last couple of nights? you know, that's what's important. And you teach them what's important. You talk to other people about what's important and, and it begins to put everything in perspective that, you know, all of this, all this nonsense that, you know, that we're finding ourselves in, it, it can really lead us into focus into, you know, what do we really need to get out of this? Um, and, and that's something that I'm looking forward to carrying with me for the rest, not only of my life, but of my career as a teacher, because it's, it, it's, focused more on all right Vince like stop having an ego like if they don't do well like with this content like that's okay like but like what did you do to to show them what like how how can they improve their life today or you know did you show them that you cared about what they're dealing with today and and that's been one it takes a little bit of pressure off of me but two it also gives me that reward that kind of got me started in this position in the first place
0: Right. I mean, you put the pressure on yourself because you like being in the pressure situations. You're a catcher. You're behind the plate. You're the only one back there. So you embrace that pressure and it's exciting to to hear your journey because you're not only changing the students' lives, but you are taking the pressure of being a younger teacher and you're now at the forefront of what teachers are going to look like in the future. You are helping them with their mental health their fitness, their day-to-day life. And you could have gone a different route and been very timid as a younger teacher, but you're not only changing the students' lives, but the teachers as well.
1: Yeah, And that's, that's something that, like I said, I, if, if I was ever given that opportunity, I would do everything I could to, to help everybody around me um, and and don't sell yourself short goalie. Uh, we talked, we talked about how, how, how uh, relative we are in that sense. Um, but because we're able to see everything where you're also able to know where everybody's supposed to be in the position where there's, when they're supposed to be there and what they're supposed to do. And to have that, that sense of leadership, to have that sense of wanting to guide people to be in a position of responsibility that if you, if you make the wrong call or you if you um, you know instill the wrong communication at the wrong point of time, that could lead up to a goal or that could lead up to a run you know you start taking pride in in making that right decision and and that's continue to carry it over into our professional life where we do want to be in that that role of being responsible for something you know that is very important right I'm not responsible for you know, my principal said this one day, you know, we're not responsible for making soup canes. Like we have a job to do and it's very important. And that was so cool to me because I admire him so much. And it was like, we just shared a moment that allowed us to understand how important our role is right now. And I think if, if everybody looked at that, you know, that they have the opportunity to have that impact, you know, it, it's, it's, it's something that could come full circle and can improve the life of everybody around us well it takes to be great
0: and we're seeing a lot of just the next generation of what success looks like and i believe that's that's within all of us and you've embraced it and so it's exciting to be able to talk to you about it see you along the journey and it's fun to get to bounce ideas off of you and just figure out where you're at because we're all at different points we're all figuring out in different ways but it's exciting to see somebody in your situation navigate it and figure out what's needed next
1: yeah I appreciate it I appreciate you giving me the you know giving me the the ear that you have over the last year you know to, to bounce off some crazy ideas to have some, some crazy conversations and, and figure out what direction that I wanted to go in and um, you know have have a a little bit of an outside the 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 education realm of things and you know talking about mental health and you know talking about what i could talk to their students about i mean it's it's always great hearing hearing different um different point of views when it comes to you know trying to make that connection and and i appreciate you always give me the opportunity to do that always there
0: i enjoyed catching up as always i know we'll do this again i'll reach out to you later in the week but it's, it's awesome, as always, to hear your voice, hear your stories, and I enjoyed having you on.
1: Hey, no, thanks. Like I said, thanks, thanks for the medium. Thanks for, thanks for running with it. You know, thanks for, for, um, for giving some light to what I have to say and being able to you know, kind of really dive into to that experience, sharing it with yours, figuring out what's the same, what's different, and, and how we can continue to get better
0: yeah i'm excited to see yeah. where you, where your experience arises i i know that there'll be something on the horizon and that's it's exciting there's there's a future yeah. of teaching that's going to be different and i'm excited to have you be on the forefront it'll be awesome
1: hey I always Thanks, show see ya, see ya.
0: Thank you all for being a part of the experience vince loved hearing your stories it is awesome as always to catch up with you and can't wait to hear where this moves in the future it's crazy how fast each area is needing to evolve during these times and education is at the forefront of it they're creating the future so loved hearing from you and to you all the listeners Thank you for being a part of it. Again, go check out cicreators.com, the new site. Drop a note in the creators' welcome area and check out the Instagram pages Chef Sketches and Common Intellectual on Instagram. All rights are reserved to Common Intellectual Creators 2021. Appreciate you all being a part of this once again. Love you all, and we'll see you back here next week.